How you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach, trainer, and social worker. As a little girl, Growing up in a little rural town in South Carolina, full of red clay, some of my best memories were days playing in the woods, in the backyard, with my cousins and friends. And now, today, you can barely catch me walking in my backyard. But back in the day... I loved walking through those worn paths and feeling sticks breaking under my jellies. (laughs) Yes, I'm dating myself. I loved taking my mama's aluminum pans to make red mud pies served with honeysuckles garnished with muscadines. (laughs) And on adventurous days, we would ride our bikes over hills and pop willies and try to land without crashing. And I can't say I did this always successfully. I am surprised I don't have more scars on my body from all the times I scratched myself on thorns and bushes and rocks. But the other day, my little five-year-old nephew, who is beginning to love being outside on his bike, well, he had the problem that I used to have, which was going down steep hills. He was doing pretty good, but then you have to know what happened. Before you knew it, he began to topple, topple right over. No worries, he's fine, but he did scrape his little elbow. And he screamed and he hollered and, of course, demanded Band-Aids. While I began to patch him up, I did want to encourage him not to give up. So I began to share how I used to love riding my bike and how I have fallen too many times. And I showed him my scar that was at least 40 years old. And his eyes got so big. He said, it doesn't look like it hurt. And I said, of course it doesn't hurt at all. Honey, this scar is 40 years old. (laughs) And it didn't keep me from riding my bike again either. At that moment, I have to tell you, I had an epiphany about healing. And that led me to this quote by Rochelle Nicole, the author of Sunday Morning. She said, I show my scars so that others know they can heal. See, when I read that quote, I know that covering up blemishes and scars of any kind is like the new thing. But sometimes people need to see our scars, not just see that we are not perfect, but to see that it is actually possible to heal. The hope that I gave my nephew is the same hope that someone in your life needs as well. They need to know that once you once fell, but you got up 
you got a band-aid. Yes, you got a scab, but the scab fell off and eventually you stopped hurting. Guess what? Before I could get that band-aid on good, that little boy had dried up his tears, put on his sneakers and back out he ran again to play on that bike. But I want you to take a moment and think, who could use some encouragement in your life that healing is possible? Who could you share your scars with to show them that, yes, I fell. Yes, I bumped into a few tragedies. Yes, I fell into a few troubles. Yes, I have hurt myself and been wounded along my journey, but I have healed and I am okay and I have learned from it. Well, be right back right after this quick break. Welcome back. And I want to continue our conversation around healing. So back to my nephew. After his bath that day, he wanted to share with me about his fall on his bike. As though I wasn't there to patch him up. And of course, I let him. And he wanted to share how he was riding his bike and he tried to stop it and it toppled over and he skint up his elbow and that's when he began to scream. But he wanted to share that it wasn't like any major cuts and bruises. It was only on his elbow and he said, you know, auntie, I think that I'm going to be okay. I really just needed a good band-aid. Which led me to my second quote by a Nigerian poet, Ajiyama Yuman Binyo, who wrote a book called Questions by Ada, Three Routes to Healing. Number one, you must let the pain visit. Number two, you must allow it to teach you. And number three, you must not allow it to overstay. Oh, those are rich. So he definitely understood numbers one and three. He allowed the pain to visit. Why? Because he came in, (laughs) he screamed, he hollered, he let the pain visit. Can I sit there for a second? Sometimes we hold in our emotions. We don't want to talk about it. We just want to hold it in and act as though we didn't feel the pain. That's not healthy, my love. We need to be like children and allow ourselves to feel the emotions. Why are we holding them in? Talk about it as many times as you need to. Didn't you remember even when he was taking his bath, he told me the story again. You must let the pain visit, yet you must not let the pain overstay. That's number three. 
He didn't let it overstay to the degree that it kept him from going out and playing again. See, sometimes we let pain stay too long that it keeps us from moving forward in our life, moving forward in our friendships, our relationships, our careers. It keeps us from moving forward with our dreams, with our aspirations, with the things that we desire to do in our life. And that is not the purpose for the pain. But I wanted to make sure he didn't miss that number two which is you must allow pain to teach you. So I asked him a few questions. I said, now, when you went back outside, did you ride your bike again? He said, yep, but I'm getting some knee and elbow pads. So until then, I'm riding my bike on the flat part. Oh, I said, so you're not going to just rush down that steep hill. I said, okay, good deal. But in my mind, I was thinking, he let that pain teach him something. See, I believe that pain in life is inevitable. Even if you isolate yourself from people, you are still going to experience pain in some way, whether it is mental, emotional, or physical. But pain does have its benefits. One of those benefits is that we are taught lessons. Now, one thing that is very important is something that I heard on TikTok. Now, I really tried to really find her name, but on TikTok, her name is Socialista. And she said something that was so profound, and I think she heard it from someone else, but I just have to share it with you. What she said was, a wound can't heal if you keep touching it. And that is something that I had to teach my nephew because a few days later, I saw him kept wanting to take the bandaid off and keep touching the wound. And I popped his little hand and I said, it's not going to heal if you keep touching it. (laughs) And he was like, but auntie, I keep feeling it and it's hurting. And I said, but if you keep pulling on the scab, the scab is there to heal. And if you keep pulling on it, it's not going to heal. So can I let that sit there for a second? A wound can't heal if you keep touching it. So sometimes things are trying to heal in our life but we keep pulling the scabs off. We keep wanting to relive it in the wrong way. And we don't just let it take time to heal. Yes, time is difficult. And one day I had to ask myself, what type of time is this? Time feels like eternity when time does not seem to have minutes and days to it. But I want us to remove the sun and the moon and just let time have its perfect place and take away the minutes and the hours and just let time be and let healing have its place. But I want you to stop touching the wound 
and really just allow the healing to have its process. And when you do, just be prepared that you may have some scars so that others can know they too can be healed. Well, that's all I have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wednesday Wednesday. Please encourage others to journey, to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you. So please join and inbox me on the Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to the Light of Speed team, Captivated Music by Isparta by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining. Mm-hmm.